0: Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. You're probably wondering where the brain
1: is. We're not the only one. I understand we got some technical issues over at our uh, temporary studio on Sergeant Road. So for the time being, and I do means for the time being, oh. Thank God for a small miracle. There he is. Now, on with this show, let's get to
0: the
2: intro. <laughs>
1: So nice to have
2: the two uh, Same to you. Welcome to get the Steve. Hey, hey. Thank you. Thank you. So nice yeah, to have let's, applause. Let's, well, let's get this going next time for the previews.
1: Do
2: right. That's right. Go to go
3: yeah, it.
2: Come on, <laughs> Hero Academia. I was a Elijo uh, activated his red right unbreakable and is convinced that he'd be able to win against the enhanced blade quirk thug. On one point, man, Saitama, o- Saitama and I shall to help you out of the slow mood. There is something bothering the hero that he can't get rid of easily. I'm ah, Dr. Stone. After Senku's unlikely victory, quick marriage, and even easier divorce, Kingdom of Science, back to work on to finally finish Rory's Medicine. I'm Fire Force, the secret of pyrokinesis. I'm <laughs> wars the really surprise everyone is a complex ingredient for the autumn the medicine preliminaries. i Demon Slayer, the smell of enchanting blood. I'm Black Will Royal knights nice and disgraced mages alike encounter friends and Splendor, and two bodies have been taken over by reincarnated and Han, oh, Jodo Adventure, Old oh, yeah, and Fukatari. Uh. Oh, Fukyarki. Oh, whatever. Team up against the Sand Tender Machine. Han, oh, Moon Number Two, Look at that voted. Every day we should the one that takes a I'm the readership you didn't know if I can uh, start it again. I like,
0: don't
2: know what you're doing, but... Okay. Hold on, hold on. Come on, help me. Seriously, why? Why are you doing this now? We all got our problems! Ah! Uh, and... Naruto and Killer Bee rushed to the battlefield field, and Ninetales suddenly squeaked to Naruto and Sarasai. The Ninetales, of course, was sort of intense the end of the hatred in the world and reminded him of how he was unable to face Sasuke. Um, Lupin declared his heart mm-hmm. to find me. Lupin arose his digital footprint while causing some mm-hmm. chaos in people log. And I'm at son- Titan's. Any food or skill as far as isn't, John Green, the of king, the isn't Yan Green to serve along third the king. Congratulations, they bring shocking revelations along with a sudden outbreak of violence. And that's your tamo review for two eighty guy. Now, to see. Ride. Okay, now I did
1: this yesterday and I made mention of it uh on last night's uh last call cafe. And I'm gonna read it as I wrote it. So Uh, here it is, and I'll let you know why the police horn sound effects. This is why I wrote exactly. So after four minisodes of the forge on tsunami, my theory is that...
0: That sound means
1: that there are spoilers possible, so please be far warned.
0: With Tom5
1: now R.I.P., Uh, With Tom now R.I.P., Sarah and the surviving Toms and Georgia face a life-or-death battle for not just their lives, but the ship as well. As we draw close to the finale on December 14th, the following could, could happen. And this is my little theory, so consider
3: place source.
1: Okay, number one, and this is, some of this theory comes from the previous TIE that uh, Tsunami had. Sarah sacrifices her own being and becomes the ship. The remaining Toms, therefore, will have enough power to take out the ships chasing them, with Georgia being the one who disposes of the commander of the forge. Or two, they encounter the Tom who was left behind from the previous broadcast from the previous TIE, who will help them in the battle with the commander of the forge. However, in the battle, Sarah will be damaged to the point where she will cease to be, but before she goes, she'll have given her memories and other info to one of the yellow Toms and gives the Tom from what was a tender kiss goodbye and phase away. Her lifeless light form gets shot into space into a, in a vacuum tube. With Tom saying goodbye, Sarah, say hi to Moltar for me when you see him. Either way, there might be, might be another farewell with just two episodes remaining. I hope I'm wrong. Just in case, you heard it here first. Now let's uh,
0: get
1: to that. And just again, remember, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But if I'm right, remember where you heard it Okay, let's uh, Get to a uh, little thing here uh, Demon Slayer uh, From our good friends over at ToonamiFaithful.com I love saying punto Okay, I would love saying it. And it There we go Okay I'll condense, because it's an interesting article to read, if you wish to do so, read it all on uh, ToNamiFaithful.com. Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaba is one of the newest additions to ToNami's become one of the most popular series of 2019. People have been waiting for the dubbed version, can see what made fans go crazy for the title. Fans who have finished watching the subtitled version can relive the amazing moments that made everyone fall in love with... Get back up there, teleprompter. Demon Slayer. However, if you've fallen behind watching the series, let's give you a quick recap once again. Spoilers. possible if you haven't seen it. In fact, we'll just forego the the, uh, portions of this. So we'll just say that... uh, in the coming weeks, the journey to, Tour, to turn Nezuku back into human will continue to be the focal point for Tanjiro and the series. New characters will be introduced, which will make the viewers happy because of how excited the fan base has been, one word, in Osuki. The ranking of demons will be an important factor later on, and will play a, man, a massive significance for what it means as it relates to Muzan Kibutsuki. Tanjiro still has a lot to learn about being a demon slayer, don't we all? Especially when he is consistently being questioned about carrying Nezus- Nezuko. Carrying his demon sister around is confusing to both demons and other demon slayers, which causes a prominent rift in both worlds. It will get to a point where Tanjiro has to face consequences with higher ranking demon slayers about protecting his sister, much like what happened in the first episode. Remember? If you haven't seen it, please see it. The Demons become stronger and more challenging to defeat Crean drama that isn't typically within the uh, battle show and anime. A key piece of information to remember about the Demons is they were once human. I can't wait for viewers to see the rest of the Demon Slayer. It's a wonderful blend of action, a little humor, and unexpected sadness. Ufotable does an amazing job of bringing Demon Slayer to life. The animation series is top-notch, as is all anime, let's face it. As camera angle during the fights is breathtaking. Getting to see Tanjiro split a large boulder, as well as his use of his water-breathing technique, is a spectacle for anime-only viewers. It's been a blast getting to see the Magna series animated, plus the opening theme, Grinch, performed by Liza, or Liza, it's the most memorable opening sequence for an anime, Pure Perfection. Demon Slayer has become one of uh, the author's uh, favorite series this year. So there will be more episodes to air on Toonami as well as getting to see more content of the property as there will be a movie adaptation of the Infinite Train arc next year. Still, this series has been able to gain a ton of attention, and I and no one could be happier to see that happen and hope Everyone finds it enjoyable as well. You can read the whole article, spoilers and all, at uh, tunarmyfaithful dot com now. Oops. Okay, let's get to some wrestling news and a couple of little entertainment bon mots. For uh, all of you.
3: <laughs> and
1: yes, friends, we have another star of NXT. He signed a new contract, yes. <clears throat> but uh, he also, uh Lorcan said he signed a new uh, WWE contract after requesting his release. Ooh, wow. Gee, Willie's. Come on. Come on, Proctor, please work. There we go. Looks like Oni Locron has resolved his issues with the WWE and signed a new deal. Lorcon, who has been working WWE NXT and 205 Live as of late, but remains a member of the NXT roster, took to Twitter Friday night to announce he signed a new multi year contract. This after was if it was this after it was reported November sixteenth that Lorcon had requested his release from the company at the end of October. Lorcon, who started using his indie ring name ring name, Biff Busick, on Twitter, signed with the WWE back in twenty
0: fifteen.
1: Uh we noted how Lorcon recently called out Triple H on Twitter for comments he made about talents requesting their releases on social media.
0: Not good. Not good.
1: And uh, by the way. Uh, Nia Jax. Uh, the Clock is ticking. To January. First half of uh, 2020. This message comes to you. From those who predicted your demise. Not from us. We get back to the wrestling guys. Come on, there we go. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cody Rhodes made a nice little statement or two. Wow. Here we go. Uh, AEW Executive Vice President Cody Rhodes spoke with the Dallas Morning News before AEW Dynamite does back-to-back weeks in Texas, Garland next week for their Christmas special, and then Corpus Christi for their New Year's extravaganza. Rose was asked about how things are different with AEW running one show a week compared to WWE's running shows on a nightly basis. The former WWE superstar felt like the model of the live event system in wrestling is antiquated, whereas AEW wants fans to focus primarily on Dynamite as their go-to show for everything. Said Rhodes, quote, one of the benefits working for all elite wrestling, if you're a competitor, you're really only working one day a week. The really diehard committed kind of golden circle of our company is always working, and that includes wrestlers, not just management. Their minds always going, but it's new to wrestling that Tony's offered this schedule. We continue. Some people are free to do independent shows on the weekends where they can keep getting their reps in. Some other people don't need the reps, like my brother, Dustin Rhodes. He's had 20 years of reps. He's TV-ready always, uh, as kind of proven by l- this last week in there with the Young Bucks and Santana and Ortiz. I think it's the way it should be. I agree. Um... Let's see. There we go.
0: Thank you.
1: Thank you. Come on, come on, boys. Up a bit more. I think the model of the live event system, and I'm not trying to knock anybody, is antiquated. The last few years I was with WWE, those houses for live events and not TVs were pretty. They were good. There were a couple of thousand. But they weren't the same as the big TV spectacle. It just seems like you're putting less of an emphasis on your show when you spread yourself out like that. So, I think everything is about Dynamite. To follow AEW, you've got to watch Dynamite. Dynamite's our only show, besides Dark. Four pay per views a year, and everything that exists outside of that shoulder content. It's stuff you can watch if you want to, and if not, tune into Dynamite and be caught up. Speaking of Dustin, Cody was asked about bringing his brother into the fold and how he's helping the roster as a coach. He's special. This experience with each other, now, we weren't planning on working together. After Double or Nothing, he wanted to come on full-time, and it's really special to be working with my brother. He runs a class, which he set up himself, for the women's division, and he works with a few of the men as well. He just dove right into the coach side of this, and I can say now he's one of the people I cannot do this without. You ask how this was all possible, you've got to be flanked by people like Dustin Rhodes. I think it's fate that we ended up working together like this. He has some real respect for me, and I have an unlimited respect for my brother, an endless amount. So it's almost emotional every week to see what he's able to bring to the table, and I'm glad he can be here with us, and I'm glad he's doing so well. With a roster of names that some fans might not be familiar with, Cody was asked who has yet to show off their true potential to the AEW audience. His response was uh, surprising. I would say everyone who you see weekly, because it's like a list, basically a short list of people like Luchasaurus, like Chris Statlander, Shida, Rio, Nyla, people like Jungle Boy, even people like MJF. I mean, you can look at their faces and see the youth in their faces, but it's very easy to kind of see it in their performance. There is something incredibly special, and I think and they're going to grow up in front of you. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention who I think is probably the best wrestler that you don't know about, and that being Ray Fenix. Ray Fenix is something very, very special, and I'm glad we got we have him. Now, Rhodes will team up with QT Marshall on next week's Dynamite against the Butcher and the Blade with the Bunny.
3: That'll
1: be next week on their Christmas special. And uh, I think they take... I think they're going to take maybe the week afterwards off, and then return in January, January 1st, New Year's Day, with uh, show in Corpus Christi. I'll have to check out that one. And we continue on our merry little, a uh, merry little shindig way. Ah, uh, there we go. Oh. Uh, do we have to do this? Yep. Uh, remember a wrestler named ACH, who I think we should all spell his name ACHE for ache? Because he's giving us a pain in the ass. Well, guess what? After appearing at this week's MLW Opera Cup, ah, ACH. Uh, formerly known as WWE's Jordan Miles, is now saying he's canceling all his upcoming shows and he is quitting pro wrestling. ACH teamed up with King Moe to defeat Injustice at the event. As a note, rest the folks at Wrestling Incorporated learned ACH almost walked and didn't perform at the Opera Cup and, said, and was said not to be in a good mood at the show. <laughs> this morning, <coughs> ACH wrote on Twitter, now, let me just say first, I don't know if this is a, uh, you know, work or shoot or anything like that. Pardon me for a moment. Okay. Okay. This is what he said. Quote: I hate pro wrestling. I hate you, beep, fans that think you know it all. More importantly, I hate all. I hate the snakes in this industry. None of y'all would never say anything about me to me. All y'all can go screw yourselves. I'm canceling my shows, and I'm quitting pro wrestling. Chasing my dream was great, but you self-entitled pricks ruin everything. I'm out. Now, earlier this month, ACH cut a promo at AAW Unstoppable, two, three, four, about indie wrestling taking on the machine. And maybe this is why I sort of questioned you know, some of his statements. A lot of people don't understand what for the culture means. They're gonna take they're gonna take that word culture and they're gonna spin it to what they want and that's okay. <clears throat> ACH said uh to Life Crowd and Unstoppable.
3: Ugh. That's the power of it.
1: Well what people have to understand this is the culture. These upper echelon, these billionaires believe they know what you want, but they don't know what you want because they don't come to places like this. They don't see the passionate fan. In fact, you go there and you get tired of what they feed you because this is what you want. AAW is what you want. It's indie professional wrestling is what you want. So you can take your contracts. You can shred them because I won't sign another one. I believe in the people because the people believe in me, so let it be known. It is us versus the machine, indie wrestling versus the machine. Now, ACH and the WWE parted ways late last month after the T-shirt debacle went down. Today is also ACH's birthday. He's turning 32, although he acts like a 3-year-old, though I do agree with some of his statements. Okay. Okay. Oh, boy. Let's see what else we got here. Let's go to uh, Ring of Honor recap show number 428. Everybody, please rise and open your book to ROH428. Again, no side wagering. Let's go to it. This came from, well, it doesn't say where, where ROH is from. Maybe that's for good. Uh, Coast Coast versus Silas Young and Josh Woods versus the Bouncers versus the Soldiers of Savagery, And the winners of that match were Silas Young and Josh Woods. Uh, Then we got, I guess this would be the main event, Kenny King with Amy Rose versus Eli Isom versus PJ Bellack versus Ultimo Guerrero. And folks The winner was PJ Black Wow Uh, PJ Black celebrated His win The final battle card is hyped As the show came to a close All the Wait a minute Two matches and all the rest were Just Babble Wow And, uh, folks, wow, this is uh, something. Let us now go forth into the mind of former ECW wrestler, now just a wrestler, the Sandman. He recently created some controversy with his comments on women's wrestling. Sandman said that, quote, women main eventing is wrong and that most male wrestlers agree with him now numerous wrestlers both men and women hit back at Sandman's comments and he talked about the controversy on busted open radio I didn't think any of the criticism was warranted at all until my kids called me stating that I was trending for two days and I'm trending for telling somebody that to me it's not important what was tweeted but the bottom line is that I don't think that most fans are ready for girls to be in main events that's it There are so many girls that totally deserve to be main eventers in all kinds of different types of organizations, from WWE and AEW. But no, I actually don't think like that, and that's just the way it is. I don't know where Jordan Grace got her information, but I know that I never talked to that girl. Grace was the one who said that Sandman told her about women's wrestling at a WrestleCade Super Show. Also, that uh, at that show was Rosemary, Tessa Blanchard, Talia Valkyrie, and Sam revealed if he talked to any of them. And he said this, I was not talking to four women ever. I don't even know who that girl is. I never talked to that girl. Originally, I was talking to John Morrison's girlfriend, Talia Valkyrie. I was just walking by her and said hi to everybody and asked her what was going on. I asked her what number she was on tonight because I like watching her matches and would like to help her out in any way that I can. And I was talking to her, not to four people at all. Jordan Grace was not there the entire time my conversation was taking place. She was not in that conversation. As for his supposed comments that women shouldn't be main eventing, Sandman was asked about the WrestleMania 35 main event featuring Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and Ronda Rousey. And he said this, I am aware that women main event WrestleMania, and I thought there was a problem with it. I don't watch professional wrestling, but I knew that there was something going on with that match for some reason. I didn't see the match. I just know that people talked about it a lot. He reiterated that Grace was never a part of a conversation with him and further expanded on his comments that he doesn't watch enough pro wrestling to know that women are main eventing shows. Yes, that that was what someone told me yesterday, and I got on YouTube and was able to watch some matches, some matches my son sent me. I had no idea that stuff was happening with women's ma- women main-eventing shows, admitted Sandman, who was then asked if he would ever work a match with a woman. In a second, are you kidding me? You know what's crazy? Once AEW came out and figured that there was a new war starting, I actually did start watching it for a couple of weeks with the tag tournament. And I would also watch a little bit of NXT. Dude, everybody can work their butts off now, girl or guy. It's crazy. The stuff you see in the tag matches in AEW, the spots these dudes are doing, you know, they can all outwork me. But I just figured a way out how to get over without having to work. I was very fortunate with timing and luck.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and also Hutzbus. So uh, we credit Nally Busted Open Radio, but also Wrestling Inc. For all that uh we have a kind of update between Batista and uh I guess we might as well call her the woman of her dream his dreams uh if they continue to be flirt- flirtatious or if they're dating so let's just say blah to that we'll say hey let let them be who they be okay uh Let's see. Let's give you a little entertainment news before we uh, uh, place the sunshine out of here and get over to our friends over at Deadline.com, ladies and germs.
0: Uh fro. Thank you. I'm
1: going to skip the ad. Frozen 2 tops 300 million in leads Disney weekend with 34 million plus. Playmobil goes uh dead under. Bye bye.
3: Uh,
1: let's see. Oops, let's go down. Let's go down a bit please. Thank you. Uh, let's see.
3: Uh
1: and let's just let's just get over to the T V section here. We've already done the movies, so get over to the TV section, boys. that's what we guess what we work on here. That's what we do. We do. I know we got 90 seconds. That's why I'm only going to do a couple of stories here, and then we will wrap things up until next Friday. Okay, let's rock and roll here. Uh channel's Christmas special without Lori Lawton. When calls the heart, uh, it's going to be an interesting little thing. Uh, let's see.
3: That's
1: about. That's about it. Uh, by the way, the internet is decrying a Aladdin spinoff. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Altered Carbon will Yoon Lee to return for season two of Netflix sci-fi drama. And uh, hashtag We want Stargate trends in uh, worldwide a campaign to bring forth new Stargate series. Not bad. I give them. I give them props. Uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina has been uh, picked up for a third season. Huzzah. And let's see. Blue Buds pays tribute to the executive producer, Leonard Goldberg, with the end of
2: That's
1: it from there. Uh, Doctor Who returns uh, first of the year with its biggest episode ever. As uh, showrunner Chris Chibnall shakes up the sci-fi show, we'll tell you more about that on my show on Friday night. That's it for us. He's J.M. Steve. Bye. And I forgot to do. Calling, but I
3: figure.
1: I figure we got it. We got it down, Pat. There we go. We'll see you later. And we'll see you later. And I'm oh, pressing the end episode, and it is not ending.
0: There we go.